Hi, I'm Ian. And I'm Alex. And this is Hugs and Misses. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hugs and Misses, where we talk about the dates that ended in hugs and the ones that didn't. Alex, how are you tonight, my friend? I'm good. I'm just trying to sync up yeah. with you. It's not trying. working. Yeah, we've been trying to send each other mental messages. Yeah, it's not working. We're fine, though. We're, pre- we're cool. We got pretty close. You were thinking of yellow, and I guessed orange. Yeah, that's as close as we got to uh, guessing the same. And he guessed rectangle, and I said trapezoid. Which is basically the same shape we're getting there we're getting there i don't remember what a trapezoid looks like uh here i'll pull one up on google images for you hold on everyone let's see this is Um, the part that gets cut out no it's it's no we're not getting this cut out why not swing past my porn here let's just get uh yeah this is a trapezoid oh yeah it's just like a it's like a silly rectangle yeah yeah silly rectangle i like that yeah 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 I love it. Uh, We're a minute in, Ian. Are you proud of yourself? Yeah. No, we we kind of did it. <laughs> it's got the same number of corners. We're there. And lines and such. Um, okay, so let's start off. Uh, any hugs this week? How was oh uh, how was Mother's Day? It was good. It was good. I uh, we zoomed. Oh, good. And we played some uh, Jackbox games. <gasps> Jackbox games. With uh, both families or her family? Uh, just my mom and her husband and then my sister and her family. Adorable. So, good times. Wonderful. We, I made lunch for my mother-in-law. Ooh. Very what, what did you make? Fancy. Uh, bacon-wrapped chicken. Bacon-wrapped chicken. Yes. So I made not... it for you one time. You did? It was delicious. Yeah. I yeah. remember that. I was going to guess uh, corn dogs. <laughs> Or quesadillas. Why? Because you don't think I can cook, or you think I just want that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you're right. If I if you said Ian just wants those things all the time, you'd be absolutely right about that. But, I mean, it doesn't mean I'm not hurt. I was just thinking of things that I might be able to cook. I've made you a microwaved hot dog. <laughs> There's no bun. It's you, just a, like the juice is still on the plate. I do have some bread. You can just kind of crunch that up and do a little you and put the hot dog right there. That's oh, a bun. Man. That's a that's a point in your life everyone's been at, right? That's a single guy dinner, you know. That's like a it's like a depth of poverty college stricken like you know single guy dinner with microwaved nachos and the ketchup juice just kind of like <laughs> squirts out and you don't even care because you're just like, whoa, who am I going to impress anymore? Tastes the same. Um, let's <laughs> see. Oh, now I'm sad. Uh, let's see. What else What else is going on? What else is going on? Um, yeah, anyway, Mother's Day. And then, and then after um, after I made lunch for my mother-in-law, went down to my house down south and saw my family and my mom and gave her her present. Oh, good. And we played lots of fun games and had dinner together, and it was, it was a good time. It was glorious. What did... Uh... Do you mind if I ask what you got your mom for Mother's Day? Yes, I got um, my mother-in-law and my mom kind of the same thing, but it's different. Mm-hmm. And the th- the reason it's the same is because it's like this um, old prescription bottle, <laughs> like like you'd see like old potions and stuff inside with a cork cap. <laughs> oh, okay. And there were a hundred capsules in each of these, and mm-hmm. in these capsules is a little scroll. And so what we would do is we take each of these scrolls out and write something we love or appreciate about each of our moms oh. on it, and then we 
screw them back on and pop the cork. I thought you gave both of your mom and mother-in-law drugs. <laughs> I thought that's where you were going. With. We did kind of like, I mean, kind of. They're, they're meant to be a different kind of antidepressant. It's, uh, <laughs> if Anytime you're feeling down, just pop one of these. Open it up and and just uh, see how much we love and appreciate you. Oh, that's very so, sweet and heartfelt. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that was a fun activity that she and I did. We got yeah. my mom a gift card. Hey, dude, when they're when they're like away, I mean, yeah, my mom's a state away, everyone. So I, yeah, give her give her you know give her what she wants, and you know, typically with a gift card, she can get what she wants. Mm-hmm. And there's no uh, no pesky return policies to deal with. Precisely. I'm sorry you couldn't go see her. Of course, oh, we, we couldn't right. do. We couldn't do. We can't do a lot of stuff. We couldn't go to. Couldn't go to Disneyland again. Can't go. Can't. Can't go to Florida. Can't do anything because uh, you know the COVID. I guess we could if we wanted to. Because of bat soup. Disney. Yeah, Disneyland is closed. I mean, we can't. I mean, and not a lot of people are flying anywhere. Yeah, I mean, but, I wish I could fly places, but same. Speaking of flying, that's right. Our uh, story this week. <laughs> Uh, part of it occurs on a plane. Yes, it's it's origin. I, I love it. I love it. It's love is in the air. The, the the email that's been sent to us has been labeled mile high to crash and burn. <laughs> so we are going to move on from our hugs this week and right into the miss, which um, comes from our good friend, what shall we? So this is a special event here on Hugs and Misses. Um, we've got our first uh, homosexual uh, uh miss here this is this is this is new territory for us this is fantastic yeah coming from two white straight dudes so, yeah uh, we know all about this <laughs> we we do so we're glad to hear from so we call the stupid guys keith what should we call the good guys oh, what's well, like a what's like a super masculine cover name oh i was gonna like it like a super just like awesome like really like the cool guy brock I don't think you and I both know someone named that who I don't think would appreciate that very much if we were to say, like, call someone's cover name that in, in one of our shows. Uh-huh. How about Gary? That's not better. <laughs> like, good guy Gary. You know, those old those old memes. I'm going to give you one more shot. Third time is the charm. Ian. That's just going to get confusing. <laughs> because I'm Ian. That's my name. You fool. I'm not used to naming things. I always name things after myself. Gary it is. <laughs> Gracious me. Wait, are we naming the bad guy in this story? No, the, the bad guy? guy's always Keith. Okay, great. Yeah, Keith yeah, yeah. is the idiot in every... So good guy Gary will be our protagonist in this situation. The person who has sent us this email. <laughs> whose name we are disguising as Gary so we do not reveal names of the innocent. Correct. All right? Right. So, here we go. Do you want to name it? What? Do you want to name him? No, Gary's fine. I feel like you're not happy with it. Gary's fine. Gary's fine. Gary's short. I can remember it. <laughs> you're doing that thing where you're saying it's fine, but I feel like it's not fine. Oh, so I'm your wife now? Is that what's going on? Is... <laughs> no, my wife doesn't do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, neither of our wives do that, everyone. That's totally not a thing that happens uh, to, to any husband, ever. Why would we say such a thing? Look at uh, us. Bickering. <laughs> Like oh, an, adorable. All right. Like an old married couple. Let's move on. All right. So let's move into Gary's story. So he says, um, all right, let's get into this. Hope y'all enjoy. 
this date, quote unquote, <laughs> it's in it's in uh, the air uh, quotes, air quotes. <laughs> this date, <laughs> this date experience. <laughs> what is? Sorry, immediately I'm getting into this. What do they call it? Have you seen Old Greg? That old like YouTube, like oh, yes. British, where he's like, I wouldn't call that an experience, Greg. I'd more call that an exposure. <laughs> so I feel like that's how a lot of of these dates yes, get described yes. as they're it's less of a quote date, unquote dates more of an exposure <laughs> so, so this date quote unquote slash experience started two years ago on a flight home from a vacation to mexico i was more uh, i was a little more tan a little more blonde and a lot single i was sitting <laughs> on the aisle seat towards the back of the plane and noticed the tall well-built and very handsome ginger flight attendant keeping glancing my way as he made his way up and down the plane a handsome ginger. You see why we didn't name this person Ian? Because I would have been Gary sitting on this plane and you, the ginger, would have been the flight attendant. So we are not going to put ourselves in these stories. Well, I just, you don't hear about a lot of attractive redheads. That's not true. Redheads are more than attractive. You're name attractive. One. Name one besides myself. Um, okay. Um, Emma, Emma Stone. Oh, well. Suck it. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I was I was thinking more like dudes. Oh, dudes? <clears throat> is Prince Harry a ginger? Yeah. Chicks like him, right? Well, he's a prince. Well, I mean, he's a redhead. It's he's like attractive. the same reason people like Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, I don't even think he's a He's got a lot of money, and he's really good at singing. I'm sure. But I he's, could... it's not because he's hot. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I can't dive into the girl's psyche or, or the... <laughs> Whatever. Well, what I'm not asking you to dive in girls' psyche. I'm just asking how you feel. I told you how I felt. I'm telling. I gave you one attractive redhead, and then I gave you a guy one. So there we go. Fine. I'm Fine. trying to make you feel better. Take the damn compliment. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I'm the exception. Okay, so he's on this plane, and the flight attendant keeps uh, the handsome, very well built flight attendant keeps glancing down at his uh, direction. Mm-hmm. So the plane wasn't very full, and most seats in the back were unoccupied. I waited until the attendants had made their rounds on drinks. Ginger Boy lingered a little bit longer in my area than necessary. <laughs> do you want Do you want a ginger ale, sir? <laughs> ginger ale. <laughs> Good one. And he's like, uh-huh. And he's like, okay. He's just standing there, like, staring at him. Like, do, you, do you want to get that for me? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I will. <laughs> Can I get the whole can? Oh, wow. I mean, for you, yeah. (laughs) Usually I give them in this really inconvenient open container on a plane, but for you, I'll give it to you in a can. So, um, oh, wow. Okay. So the female attendant walked towards first class. Oh, wait. Here we go. Okay. um, And moved to the last row when they had passed me. Okay. Anyway, shortly after, Ginger Boy and his fellow attendant came back to put the cart away at the very back of the plane. The female flight attendant walked towards first class, and soon I found myself. I I found, and soon found Ginger Boy standing next to my seat. He introduced himself shyly, saying his name was Keith, and asked if he would be okay if if it would be okay if he could sit down next to me. I slid over to the middle seat, introduced myself, and shook his hand. We made small talk. Or wait, here we go. I slid over to the middle seat, introduced myself, I shook his hand. Oh, wow, here we go. It's so, this is, I've never heard about anything like this happening on a plane. Like, this is, dear Penthouse Forum. Um, <laughs> I never thought this would happen to me. <laughs> so, um, I slid over to the middle seat, introduced myself, shook his hand. He sat down and assured me he was allowed to take a break. We made small talk for a few minutes before he got very red in the face and ears and asked me if it would be okay if he kissed me. 
I thought this was very forward, but not having had a date or anyone interested in me for a significant period of time, plus returning from a vacation in the tropics, experiencing a lot of new things, I wasn't going to turn him down. So we start kissing. After a few minutes, the female attendant comes back quickly and clears her throat quite disapprovingly. <laughs> he breaks apart from me and quickly retreats to the back with his coworker, apologizing quickly to me. After about an hour, he returns and just shyly sits down. He apologizes again for leaving, then asks if I am um, uh, native to my state or if uh, the next stop was just a stop. I tell him I'm from the northern part of my state, and he beamed. He told me he was also from my state and asked if we could go out sometime. I, I tell him I would like that very much, and he hands me a napkin with his name and number on it. He gets up, winks, and continue his work as we start preparations to descend. So, oh it seems a little unprofessional, it to does. say the least, it when you're seem- on the job, especially in a plane, to just be like, hey, I'm going to go make out with that guy in the back. You this get seems uh, like so, You get everyone like, else. <laughs> it almost seems like other, I mean, so surreal. I mean, like, you, you hear about this stuff happening, like, in movies and books and, and whatnot, but you never, like, think of yourself sitting there and you think a flight attendant's attractive and the flight attendant's like, hey... You want to uh, make out? Have you ever had someone just straight up ask you if they wanted if you if you wanted to kiss or no, they could never. kiss you? No, never. That's never happened to me. I don't think that's ever happened to me once. Um, I think I mean it was just like assumed after a part of like a relationship, leaning in and stuff like that. But I've never had anyone. I mean, look at me. I've never had anyone come and tell me, "Hey, I want to make out with you." Except for my wife, who's wonderful, and that's why I married her. But it wasn't like. You just two met. Right, no. And then she's like, hey. No, nothing, no. Can I kiss nothing, you? Nothing like that has ever, ever happened to me. And given, like, any of my experiences where perhaps that could have been a possibility, I immediately probably ruined it with going into my, like, going to a spiel about bionicle lore or something. <laughs> I immediately ruined it by being myself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So any possibility of something like that happening um, very quickly diminished. I think... I almost had that happen. Did you know? I was at a uh, warp tour once. Of course. Oh my gosh, it's always freaking warp tour. <laughs> it's the new Woodstock slash, you know, your local uh what's that thing that everyone goes to? Coachella. <laughs> it's a combination of like people like old millennials who like appreciated the bands and like really want to get into it and kind of just like avoid anyone else and just be there for the experience and like all the rest of these and like younger kids who are like maybe I shouldn't be here wearing vans and <laughs> staring at you like you're the old person now <laughs> you're like oh jeez yeah, maybe that? I should just listen to the CD I mean not the CD anymore I'm not old <laughs> <laughs> my uh, Spotify account my, no so I was uh, my spurter <laughs> I was at like this uh because you know they have like all the cheap stands, mm-hmm. and I was looking at these like really cheap pair of like those uh, like John Lennon sunglasses, like the really small circles. Of course, you hell you make anything look good. And this, oh, thank you. And this girl walks up to me, and she's in like these really short shorts, and on her legs, on her legs, she's written in black marker, "Make out with me." Yes. And I was like, she's like, "You look really good in those sunglasses." I was like, "Oh, thank, thank you. you." And she's like. Just like making small talk, and I was like, "Well, I'm uh, I'm gonna leave," and she's like, "Okay, bye." Like, just giving off all these weird vibes, which I later assumed she was probably like looking for a, a buddy, and I was like, "Oh man, like she wanted to make out with me." But then in retrospect, I was like, "Man, I'm really glad I didn't make out with that girl because she's at Warp Tour 
with make out with me written on her legs like which number am i in that line that's a good hey that's a good point but one i mean it wasn't covid time so you know well no but i just mean like i'm generally a hygienic person <laughs> like, oh it's about the hygiene i i don't know like you know when a girl's made out with like seven or eight dudes in one day it takes away from the meaning it makes you wonder and you don't feel special what she's got what she's got sloshing around in there yeah you just and you don't feel like whose gum is that right is that yours yeah, did I you guess. put that in your mouth originally or did you get that from someone else's mouth but uh that just and to this day she still doesn't think you can read <laughs> <laughs> quick quick sidetrack but uh that just made me think of that i just wanted to see if you had any experiences no like that. dude i'm i I'm think i'm even, better off not having those experiences i'm not even like that cool going to like warp tour <laughs> and like looking oh dude at warp tour was so lame <laughs> it's so lame I've to been me once i've been once and it was believe it or not it was for work we were working for a, anyway it doesn't matter it was for work <laughs> we went there to go help out uh like the some of the bands were in- encouraging this one foundation and we went to go help. It was about, you know, oxycotton, oxycotton and stuff like that. Oh, so, okay. Anyway, it was, it was a while ago anyway, but I, yeah, I didn't even go for work. That's how, I, I mean, I went for work. That's how lame I am. But this is the closest we've ever gotten to one of these magical yes so hey experiences um, that gary, gary good for having. you yeah i mean so far right i mean this wouldn't be a this wouldn't you wouldn't have sent us this if things didn't go <laughs> and that's the end <laughs> we wish we wish we could tell you that that was the end of gary's story until <laughs> but then cue to a few weeks later after texting and getting excited we had decided to meet each other at a restaurant I spent quite a bit of time hyping up myself with my amazing friend slash upstairs neighbor, then got ready and finally began to drive down to the restaurant at about 4 p.m. I text Keith that I was on my way, and he replied, So excited to see you again! The drive was typical for rush hour, but I made it to the restaurant by 6. When I got there, I was met, not by the tall, swarthy, and shy gentleman from the plane, but with silly willy captain of the SS Swayzelot, Keith had apparently been at a bar for an hour and had had quite a bit to drink. He was slurring his words and swaying quite wildly on the stool he was sitting on. When I sat next to them, he yelled loudly, Hey, it's the hot plane boy. Come to get some more makeout. He leans in for a kiss, but I was so shocked I jumped away. I immediately told him I did not feel very comfortable continuing a date with him as he was clearly intoxicated. To this, he became very upset and said he was complete and uh, he was very upset and said he was completely all right to continue the date. And I was being ungrateful and not as good looking as he remembered, (laughs) which is which is weird because you're either lying or you're so drunk that you've gone full circle and people are not looking as attractive anymore, which from what I hear is not true because people look more attractive. (laughs) Hey. Hey, I'm a pilot. You should be lucky to be kissing me. You're not a pilot. You're a you're, you're a flight attendant. I'm on a plane. I'm helping. No more. I help if I, you know more than you do. Do you know how to put ice in a cup and pour <laughs> ginger ale? I didn't think so. He's super angry at him. Yeah, super. I mean, he probably didn't even know how to do that right since he was making out with somebody on a plane. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he probably wasn't very good at his job in the first place. Like all the other flight, uh, you know, attendees. Or not the attendants. Attendants. Yeah. 
No. The, oh, you mean the passengers? The passengers, yeah. They're all just kind of like, can I get my ginger ale, please? And they're like, I'll be with you in a moment, sir. And it just he's goes like back make, to making out. Making out, he's like, to, for the ginger ale or to make out? What do you think? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. I'd like to Shut change. up. I want to change my order. <laughs> I don't know what I was signing up for. I'll have what he's having. <laughs> uh, sorry, everyone. Anyway. He said I was being ungrateful and not as good looking as he remembered. He spilled about half of a cocktail in his hand and con- and continued to insult me. I told him no and that I would be leaving. I did not feel comfortable. He then began- became very apologetic and asked if I would at least drive him home so he could sober up. Um, he, I, I, uh, I was incredulous, but also didn't want to leave this drunken mess to harass anyone else. I was kind of thinking that you would take me home tonight, so I got really drunk just planning on that. Please note, I am but a small, I am but a small town boy and did not know how to use Lyft or Uber services. Plus, I had a morbid curiosity to, curiosity to see where this what where a man like this called home. So I load up this very uncoordinated mess of a man into my car, and he gives me his address. The entire drive was being completely bipolar was him being completely bipolar. Compliments, then insults, back and forth, plus lots of retching. I was terrified he would lose it and hurl in my car. We arrived at the address about 15, after about 15 minutes of driving. Uh, He then tumbled out of my car, and before I could put it into park, suddenly the porch of the house lights up, and a middle-aged woman comes flying out. She starts yelling and scolding Keith. Of course, of course, Keith still lived at home. He then proceeded to vomit, then stumble like a newborn giraffe towards his mother and fell onto the grass. She walked past his drunken body, now moaning incoherently and addressed me with the utmost sympathy. Honey, I'm so sorry. He's a mess when it comes to dating, but thank you for bringing him home. Here's some gas money and please get home safe. She handed me a $20 bill, turns out, uh, turned towards her son and helped him get into the house. I then drove the two hours back home, completely livid at everything that had just taken place. I got home and marched up to my friend's apartment above my own. I relay the entire encounter to her as we play Call of Duty because that's what you that's the only thing you can do after a bad day. Definitely a miss, but I can laugh about it now. Thanks for listening. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. Dude, this is this is the sitcom situation. Like this stuff. <laughs> Doesn't happen to people. Was this an episode of Seinfeld? This poor, poor man. I'm so sorry, Gary. Oh, man, that is rough. Dude, I just, uh, I like how he has to drive, like, what, like an hour and a half to this date. He's like, what do you want to do? He's like, well, there's this bar that's 15 minutes away from my house that I get drunk at a lot. You could come meet me there. And then we could hang out. Well, and I guess because it's like a bigger city, they want to meet there. But that's like messed up too, because there is a lot between where where um, Keith and Gary Keith and Gary lived. There's like mm-hmm. still lots between oh, yeah. there, um, and he wanted him to like come all the way down to where he was. And I get that there's lots of stuff to do in this big town in mm-hmm. this big city, right? But there's plenty of stuff to do. They could have done something else. So one, I don't think that's very. I mean, if he doesn't have a car, I get it, right? But I do know where they live, and I do understand that this place has a. Uh, you know, it has public transportation as well. You can get places. You can definitely get to the halfway point. Oh, sure. Oh, and sure. it's, yeah, I don't know. I feel like in any dating situation, I don't think that that's very, uh, what's the word? Uh, courteous. courteous. 
Yeah, I don't think that's very courteous. But again, it depends on what the other person wants. If that person is like, we should go here. If they're the ones that suggest it, the people, the person that has to drive the farthest, if they're the ones that suggest that, always offer up an alternative. But if that's what they want to do, then I mean, sure, let them do it. But I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. This guy just wants to get drunk and laid. (laughs) Man, that is so frustrating. Like that's all. That was his plan. Because at first, like this, the the beginning of it, right? Like I wish that's where it could have, you know, taken off, and turned into something really cool. I mean, well, even then, I feel like it's kind of sketchy. Like when someone isn't like, like he said, it's like, yeah, it's cool that I'm on like a break right now. But like, who takes a break on their like plane flight? Like that's the entire time you're working. I don't know. I think I I don't know how I don't know how it works with flight attendants. I'm pretty sure they can take breaks, but I didn't know it involved doing like i'm pretty sure there has to be some kind of rule that says um you should not be eliciting any you know (laughs) physical activities with any passenger section four subsection b rule three read the handbook (laughs) no making out with dudes in the back of the plane right there right there (laughs) it's right there keith (laughs) and the other flight attendant's like you know, she's just like, after he leaves, he like leans in and he's like, he does this every flight. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Nasty Keith boy. That's not actually confirmed. I'm making that up. But I mean, would you be surprised? <laughs> no. Would anyone be surprised? I mean, I guess it is It, it is weird, right? In, in the professional scape, right? It's very out of the ordinary and in some circumstances very off-putting when somebody kind of breaks their professional face and sometimes it's appropriate right for example if someone is like dying in the middle of your restaurant right like take a minute to be a human like leave the register and help that person out right but if you are in if it's like a plane and you're expected to have a certain amount of um you know a carrot like a certain amount of professionality and be like be this person that is uh, i mean representing the company right maybe it's not great that if somebody were to look back you'd be just macking out i'm sorry i just have a thought going through my head please voice the restaurant scene it's like someone's starting to have a heart attack and one of the employees is like kevin you're going to med school help him and he's like do you see the badge i am Burger King cashier. I am assistant manager. I can't just flip flop between professions. <laughs> you fool. It's unprofessional. And if I fail, if I'll 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 tell you what. I will help him out of the restaurant because if he dies here, <laughs> then we'll have to close. And that is just oh that that would be the cherry on top of my day is having to close. Get like, him into the parking lot. I don't want the restaurant to be liable. This selfish tool dying in my shift. Again, I don't want you to be a corporate shill, but you probably shouldn't be making out with people in the back of the plane. Mind you, when I was a teenager, I did make out with someone in the back of a yogurt shop. <laughs> so, who nice are you? And chilly. Who am I to talk? Well, oh dude, yeah. Let me tell you. I'm a little older, I'm a little wiser, and I can tell you what, that wasn't a good idea. Not that anybody ever found out, but do I feel good about it? No, I don't. I I mean, I've stopped doing my job when I should have been to, like, flirt with a girl once or twice. Oh, sure. sure. That was part of the job. At a yogurt (laughs) shop, I'd be like, well, that uh, entire pile of chocolate on top of your non-fat Greek yogurt surely will do wonders. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I didn't do anything like fast food, though. I was like, I was supposed to be like taking care of people <laughs> that were like under 24 hour surveillance. Hear that, everyone? Alex. <laughs> Alex shunned his duties. Alex is a poo head. <laughs> but no, like. You're a disgust. You're like, a disgrace to the service. Like, I get flirting at work. I do. Yeah. Like, it's, it's fine. I get it. I've done it. But I mean, just. I don't know, the whole making out in the back of the plane thing just seems... Why couldn't you just talk to him? That wouldn't have even been off-putting, right? He's like, hey, I'm on my break. Do you mind if I sit next to you? Oh, sure. No, go ahead. And I, I mean, that's how it started, right? But oh, yeah, that's how all can the romance movie plane Continue to talk to them instead mm-hmm. of just like, listen, I don't usually do this, but unless... I, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't see where you're going with this. Oh... Hey, I need chapstick. And Gary, bless you for, you know, going out, experimenting, like doing your thing, right? I mean, no, like you're not in the wrong. You're not on duty. You're on a plane. And guess what? If that comes with the package that you got in economy, then I'll tell you what, you should take that, damn it. Gary's like, I'm still on vacation. <laughs> I'm taking Delta from now on. <laughs> God bless Delta. Delta, give us money. Uh, <laughs> Free trips to Disneyland, please. Uh, okay, so one, that was off-putting, that was unprofessional, but even still, after that, could have been like, wow, that was really interesting, um, you know, really out of the ordinary, kind of surreal, but guess what? I, after that, went and had a great date with this person, and that would have turned out really well, but it didn't. No. If that story would have ended right after the plane, (laughs) and, and they would have had a good date afterwards, he wouldn't have been sending the story, would he? No. Um, and so, I mean, first and foremost, we talked about the distance thing. We understand. And we talked about this last time, how it's not out of the ordinary to drive a while. Right. To go and date somebody, especially if you live in a relatively rural area. Yeah. And that's not my problem. The problem is, I think he, he only knew one place, and that's where he liked to go <laughs> to forget who he is as a person for a while. <laughs> you think? Oh, gosh. And like he was already drunk, which yeah, means he's been like there he for an there. hour. He was there before, and like he was already putting him down. I mean, yeah, that's 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 cool. That's impressive for so, your date. I mean, I, I don't think we should have to tell you to not get intoxicated before the date, or even like if you. I mean, I guess if you want to get intoxicated on the date, that's that's your prerogative, right? But. I would just recommend maybe not doing that because sometimes that leads to choices that you wouldn't otherwise make if you were of sound mind and or maybe saying things that you wouldn't have said otherwise, right? I mean, you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. You don't want to make any decisions you regret. And getting super intoxicated the very first date is just a recipe for disaster. I mean, at least wait for them to get there and then <laughs> get, get drink, drunk with get them. Get drunk together. <laughs> just like... I was really nervous, so I had four, five, six, this many. This many drink. (laughs) And it's just all very good. Also, I didn't, don't bring no money. So you, um, this man, big, big man here, bartender man, this man be paying for my drink. (laughs) You're like turning into a pirate. Oh, no, that was, uh, I kind of got into a Jamaican. This man, I'll be paying for my drink. Um, (laughs) But if I want to go with a pirate, be like, yeah, yeah, the Captain Morgan. I, I, this man here be paying for me drink. This, and, it's, and it's also a drink. This man here be good making out on the on the 
dirigible. Yeah, and that's I like how that's his greeting. Like, oh, it's the hot plane boy. Come for more makeout. <laughs> like it's the last episode. Like we talked about, they just these guys just turn into primal, just animals. Come just... for more makeout. <laughs> Oh, and then he just leans in. <laughs> You're like, oh, God. I can <laughs> smell I the booze. Dude, and Gary did him the favor of driving all the way down there and just giving him a chance, man. And what a good dude. Dude, all the cards were in this guy's hand, and he just folded immediately. Just what a tool. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we shouldn't have to tell you, right? Don't get belligerently drunk, and don't... Sometimes teasing is like a fun thing, right? Sometimes teasing can be a way to flirt. Flirtatious teasing. Absolutely. But when it ends up, maybe not open up with that. Because when it ends up hurting the other person's feelings, then you just come off like a jerk, even though you were trying to flirt with the person. (laughs) On your first date, you're like, go to the door like, I'm here to pick you up, you ugly slut. She's like, what? Hey, fugly. I'm teasing you because I like you. Teasing you, you bow-legged whore. (laughs) You filthy mule. (laughs) She's like crying. She's like, I don't understand. Why are you upset? You five-headed donkey. Don't use any of these yeah, <laughs> if you're don't... trying to flirt with a person. Hey. <laughs> it's like, I got that from a podcast. They uh, they know their stuff. <laughs> um, and then having to take this person home, which I get, understand if the other person's been a little drunk and you're the one trying to, you know, stay sober. Right? You always need a designated driver. But, I mean, this guy, I don't even think had planned for that. Right, Gary was not planning on getting wasted, obviously, because he drove down. Right. He wasn't planning on getting wasted and having this guy telling him to take him home. And just, like, that wasn't... It's about setting expectations, right? We talked, we've talked about that time and time again. Setting expectations is a, is a huge priority in any date. What you're going to be doing, how long you're going to be doing it for, and, if, and, and always allowing for that flexibility, right? Because sometimes spontaneous things are the funnest things. But this guy definitely had a plan, and it was just to get wasted, to get Gary wasted, and to go back to his mom's house and to let things just happen. Uh, he thought he could just take the pit. He thought he could just take the red pill and lay down and just let it all happen. You know what? I really hope he does. I hope I show up and he's just so drunk that I have to take him home to his mom's house, and we just, we just make out. Yeah, who said that? Who has ever said that? Um, except for Alex just now into the microphone <laughs> sarcastically I might I might point out yes he did say that sarcastically no one no one ever in the history of ever has said that <laughs> if no one got if no one got this is the worst stuff. trade deal in the history of trade <laughs> <laughs> the state's gonna be huge <laughs> this is the worst deal ever <laughs> I mean I think he's generous to drive him home but even to like you know help him like you know he like stumbles onto the law and like I don't know how I would have done it. Would I have just like pushed him out of the car and be like, here you go. Dude, <laughs> and just drive just be, away as fast so as I can. Especially if they're in my car, right? Just, and I think that you, oh gosh, you know, no, like, don't even make those noises. Stop it. <laughs> you know, I'm a sympathetic puker. <laughs> it's 
Oh gosh. Oh, it's like that that YouTube video of that. There's two. That one. They're that little babies next to the pumpkin that they're carving, and he's just like. <laughs> there's that one where the girl's eating spaghetti, and she's like, "Is that good?" And she's like, "Mm-hmm." <laughs> you can hear it, like right. She's and, like, she's, and she's like. <laughs> <laughs> trying to like catch your breath and smile like while wow, she's almost about to throw up which was um, featured if on our in, instagram page if somebody's Little in my plug. car man doing that oh i'd be so upset have you ever been a dd oh yeah oh absolutely it's it's awful <laughs> it's especially with people who you like don't know very well like i saw like you see all the memes about mm-hmm. being a dd you know, designated driver everyone yes driving around people who are too intoxicated to drive themselves safely. And That's right. I don't know. I thought it was all like so overhyped, but then I actually did it. And I was like, oh my gosh, everything's true. No, dude, it sucks. It is not fun. I do not enjoy it. And Bless like, people who do it. I did. Like even, I mean, when you're not driving, even when you're just like watching the person, it's really hard if you don't, especially if you don't know the person very well. Um, it's like really hard to have sympathy and it's really hard to like understand their quirks. Oh, I've never had to do it with someone I don't know. I've had to, I've had to do a couple times with people who I didn't know very well. And so like, if they're retching, I, I don't get like, Oh, poor baby. I get mad. Yeah, right? It's like I'm pulling over and you're getting out and I'm we're not going to see Get the other. hell out of my car so you can throw up out of my car. Thank you very much. Oh, you know what? I did do that once. I picked up a friend of a friend and he came out of his like apartment and he's like all stumbly and he gets into my car and we kind of exchange pleasantries and i'm like are you okay and he's like oh i'm fine i've just been you know sipping on this and he pulls out like a small glass of fireball (laughs) and i'm like yeah okay (laughs) that's cool are you okay (laughs) sir uh i've had about four small batch bourbons (laughs) i'm feeling great Um, Don't drive too fast, though, or else it feels like I'm in hyperspace. <laughs> yeah. There's, oh, man. I. So, anyway, this discourteous gentleman who, who, who was unprofessional, who was very discourteous, and who absolutely made a fool of himself and was rude, right? And that just goes to show you that you can be as attractive as they come and still be a tool and not attractive, <laughs> right? Like, immediately person. unattractive to people. And, I mean, I feel bad for, you know, those folks now who just relied on their looks in the COVID crisis. Because, like, how are, you, how are you picking people up? Dude, it's... Like, with your just charming personality? I love... I'll pro- I'll try and throw some of these up on our Facebook or Instagram. But those Tinder conversations where it's like, so, how's your day going? Good. Uh, what do you like to do? Stuff. It's like... Well, I need to go to the hospital now. Oh, why? Because my back is broken from carrying this conversation. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> and it's so bunch true. Of, bunch of tools. And so if you need to get drunk to be interesting, you probably need to find yourself a personality. Being an alcoholic isn't a personality. Yeah, it's like people who like The Office. That's not a personality. <laughs> it is. I know I just offended a lot of people out there, but I don't care because quoting The Office is not a personality. Do you remember that one episode? Yes, I remember. Yeah, no, it I all, watched it. All... I have access to to streaming services. <laughs> it's all happened before. I've seen. I've seen the uh, the what is it? You're giving me. You're giving me nothing to go on and to uh, to to contribute to the conversation because <laughs> it's a show, and that's great. You can talk about a show. You can quote a show, but that shouldn't be it. 
I've seen the uh, CPR scene. It's on Facebook every week. You know, everyone knows it. You everyone don't... quotes it, and everyone makes the stupid gifts of it. It's 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 fine. Like, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it when I watched it. Trust me. Oh yeah, I'm much of a fan as I love The Office. It's but it happened time. like a billion years ago. It's a it's good time. It's great times. It's, it's, it's good. It's good. Um, I digress. You know, and yeah, it's this like, guy sucks. Yeah, no, this guy does suck. So yeah, <laughs> liking The Office, drinking is not a personality. <laughs> Being uh, being really into uh, horses. I don't know. That's kind of a lifestyle. <laughs> that's, that's a whole thing, you know. That's a... <laughs> or or you know, someone like me. Hey, Ian, liking food isn't a personality. And I look at them and I like with a tear rolling down one cheek. I'm like, yes, it is. It has to be because if it's not, I'm. It's like that. Uh, it's like Avengers Endgame. Ian, what are you gonna do if if I mean, are you sure bacon, loving bacon is a personality? And I'm like, I, yeah, I'm sure it is. How do you know? Because I don't know what I'm going to do if it's not. Yeah, I mean, who are we to talk? <laughs> They'll be like, hey, Ian and Alex, D&D isn't a personality. We yes, it is. We immediately attack them. Hey, we do different, we do other stuff. It's a lifestyle. It is. We have to plan things, make intricate lore. So, um, for those of you who are wondering... Uh, where is the lesson in this, everyone? Well, it's the same thing as we kind of say every week. We feel bad that we have to point some of these things out of the things you should not do on a date, but need, but they continue to happen <laughs> every single day. Oh, sure. Every single day in our world, terrible dates begin to happen. Now, again, the current crisis has limited the number of those dates that go awry. However, it has not stopped them completely. Our goal on this podcast is to try and make sure that everyone who listens to it is for the better and dates better and does not make some of these same mistakes that these fools make in their dates. Don't fly Delta. But I thought we wanted to fly Delta. We need money from them. Fly Delta. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Fly Delta. Don't make May- out with people on Delta. <laughs> fly Delta. Maybe a flight attendant will make out with you. Hooray! Gary <laughs> uh, never said that it was Delta. We just kind of like threw one up because that's just like the most common one that we fly. Um, okay, Alex, anything to, uh, I mean, I think we're, I mean, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty obvious, like, what not to do. Anything to end? Any other, any other snappy comebacks? Oh, yeah, I just, uh, Gary, I'm sorry, and I hope you're, hope you're doing all right, and, yeah, just have expectations set, make sure they don't take you to a bar if they're a flight attendant. <laughs> Very specific rule, but I think it'll hold true throughout time. <laughs> you know what? God bless you, sir. Thank you. God bless you. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, so, um, Gary, yes, hope you're doing better. Hope everything in your dating life uh, has not come to the point where something has gone worse than this. <laughs> um, we can hope and pray for you, my friend. Um, thank you very much for sharing your story with us. We really appreciate it. And to everyone who listens, we really appreciate you. And also, to those who are thinking about sending a story... Um, please, please, please do so. We need as many stories as we can get, and we need from as many uh, varieties of uh, culture, preference, everything. We want as many kinds of dates as we can get. This one, of course, was our very first homosexual date, and we appreciate it because, hey, um, we like to get out there, and we like to spread the good word of dating to all. Uh, yeah, because we're not, a, we're not prudes. Bad dates are not exclusive to a single gender or a single gender preference. <laughs> it is <laughs> universal. Bad dates are universal, and we want to make sure that everyone learns from all of them. 
Um, so Gary, we appreciate you sharing it with us. Um, and for those of you who would like to share a bad dating experience with us, please contact us on any of our social medias. Uh, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or you can email us at hugs and Mrs. Podcast at gmail.com. That's hugs and Mrs. Podcast spelled out at gmail.com. And with that, Alex, it's been great having you, buddy. It's been, it's been great having you as my co-pilot on it's this been- trip. That's good. That's good. We're uh, about to land in about the next uh, five minutes here. Uh, you can be my wingman anytime. <laughs> I have the need. The need. For speed. For speed. Yeah. yeah, there we go. <laughs> we got it. We got him. <laughs> awesome. You are the best. Love you, buddy. Love you. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.